changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your daily dose of Chicken Soup for the Soul inspiration to make you simply happy this holiday season. It's Wow Wednesday, and it's almost Hanukkah and Christmas. So I want to talk about entertaining, particularly about what happens when your big dinner goes all wrong. We always have a big crowd for Christmas Eve. Sometimes we have a dozen people, sometimes two dozen people or more. It depends on which family members are available any given year. And I'm not exactly great at timing things in the kitchen. I think that's the hardest part of cooking. So I usually make a couple of pots of something, stew or spaghetti sauce, something that can sit for a while in a pot and that doesn't require precise timing. A few years ago, we had a large group, so I decided that we would have a pasta bar for Christmas Eve. We had 25 people, and it just seemed like an easier way to handle such a large crowd. My daughter decided to make a vegetarian pasta sauce, and then I made my, at the time, famous spinach, onions, and sausage sauce. But my daughter took my normal big sauce pot, the one I was accustomed to, and I had to use a different one. And then, because I wasn't used to this pot, I burned the sauce. But I didn't realize I had burned it until right before we were serving the dinner. And when I did realize it was burned, I panicked. And I did exactly the wrong thing. So if you are at risk of burning something in a pot, listen to what I did wrong so that you won't do it too. Here's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to very carefully pour the non-burned sauce out of the pot into another pot, leaving the burned part on the bottom. That makes sense, right? But here's what I did when I was panic-stricken. I stirred the sauce vigorously. I don't know what I was thinking. It was as if I thought that stirring the sauce after the fact would somehow undo the fact that I had forgotten to stir it before it burned. So this was the wrong thing to do, and I ended up stirring all the gross burned part on the bottom right into the rest of the sauce. It was horrible. I still feel kind of sick when I remember that burned taste that permeated the entire pot. I had ruined the sauce, and it was really all we had to serve for Christmas Eve dinner. But my daughter came to the rescue. I don't know how she knew this, but she knew that one way you can cover up the burn taste and the smell is to pour in a whole lot of maple syrup. And being the good New England girl that I am, I always have a big jug of maple syrup in the kitchen. So I diluted that burned sauce with maple syrup, and I didn't say a word to anyone because I really didn't know what else to do except call for pizza. And believe it or not, people loved the sauce. My brother-in-law came back for seconds and asked me how I made it. He thought it was the best pasta sauce ever. No one could tell that I had ruined the dinner. So one of our regular writers, Gail Molesby Morris, has a great tale about the day that she ruined Christmas dinner. And I burst out laughing when I read this story among the thousands that were submitted for Chicken Soup for the Soul Merry Christmas. The story is called No Need for Carving, and it's about the first time that Gail, a new bride, made a whole Christmas dinner by herself. It was her first time, and she wanted to impress her new in-laws, so she called her mother for advice. And then she took copious notes about ingredients, recipes, timing. And then, because she was a planner, 
She planned every single thing down to the minute. She spent days getting everything organized. Christmas Day came, and everything was going perfectly. The air smelled great because she had made the perfect pumpkin pie. The table looked beautiful. Everything was going exactly as planned on Gail's precise schedule. The turkey was in the oven. The stuffing was made. The yams were ready. Everything was in order, and Gail was very pleased with herself for pulling this off. So she was in the living room, chatting with guests, a relaxed and relieved hostess. When suddenly there was a loud bang, and everyone jumped. It actually sounded like a gunshot, but it seemed to come from the direction of the kitchen. So they all headed into the kitchen, but everything looked fine in there. The kitchen was clean. The dishes were all waiting on the counters to be warmed up and served. So they all shrugged it off, but since they were in the kitchen, Gail said she might as well baste the turkey one more time. She opened the oven, and she found what looked like a massacre. There were pieces of turkey everywhere, on the inside of the door, on the sides of the oven, in the stuffing and yams that were in there warming with the turkey. That turkey had exploded into at least a hundred pieces. Everyone stared in shocked silence. And then Gail burst out laughing, and everyone else followed her lead, and they gathered up all the turkey pieces onto a platter, and they went ahead and they had their turkey dinner. They all said it was delicious, and they agreed that exploded turkey tastes just as good as carved turkey. And the side benefit for Gail? She never had to make a turkey again. No one in her family lets her near the oven. I'm Amy Newmark. Thank you for listening to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast today. Please share it with your friends and family during this holiday season. Now, tomorrow, we're going to talk about post-holiday letdown and what you can do about it if you're one of those people who wish that the holidays would never end. And if you'd like to read more Christmas stories and see what else is cooking at Chicken Soup for the Soul, please visit our website, chickensoup.com.